0: Hi, I'm Amber Cook. Welcome to my podcast, The Dragonfly Connection. Join me every Wednesday for open, honest, inspiring, and healing conversations with people who face their own health and life challenges, worked through them, and now are on a mission to help you live a healthier, more fulfilling life. My hope is that each episode leaves you more empowered and inspired no matter where you are on your life and healing journey. My guest today, Ash Marshall Odell, says Living Life is a spiritual experience. And I believe spirituality is a very important part of our healing journey, and I felt like this episode was the perfect one to help wrap up Mental Health Awareness Month for all of us. So please share this with someone who needs to hear it, not just right now in May, but anytime. Ash is a spiritual teacher and mentor, healer, empath, psychic medium, certified personal coach, light worker, Reiki master, and teacher, and the author of the book, Lightbound, A Healer's Journey Through Trauma, CPTSD, and Anxiety. And now she's even added more to that list because she's most recently the host of her own podcast, the Attune to You podcast. Now, as some of you may know, if you follow me on social media or a part of my Facebook group, The Dragonfly Connection, that I'm going through a bit of a challenging time, again, due to some events that have triggered or awakened some of the unhealed heavy bits that are hanging around inside my body and subconscious. I was lucky enough to have also had a pre-scheduled session with Ash for a pranic Reiki session on the books, thinking we were needing to address another issue. It's always, always multi-layered, right? So during my session with Ash, we worked on that issue and so much more. All I can say is it was totally mind, and body blowing. As a holistic wellness practitioner myself, immersed in this world for almost 20 years, I have experienced a ton of different types of healing, and they all have their benefits, and I am so grateful for every single experience. But, but, my session with Ash, like I said, blew me away. I have no better words. And this session was just over a week ago, and still I wake up In awe about it. I cannot wait for my next session with her. We're gonna work on my chronic liver stuff that actually originated from some of my ancestors. It's an issue that I have been dealing with for before I knew I was dealing with it. I don't know, 20 years. It's a long time. And if you know anything about me, I am all about breaking the cycles from my ancestors, the familial cycles. And one of the cycles I wanna break is disease and early death. I will definitely share more about my experience in the Dragonfly Connection community on Facebook. If you'd like to be part of that, follow the link in the show notes. It's totally free. Okay, so back to Ash and this episode that you're about to hear. We're chatting about spirituality, healing journeys, energy, and the infinite possibilities within and around each of us or cosmic connections. Ash shares a plethora of self-help tools that can help you tune more deeply into yourself for developing more ease, clarity, capability, and insight. Most of these tools are free and many are low cost. They're tools available to all of us. When you're done listening, check out Ash's podcast yourself. The links will be in the show notes or you can just search for it on your favorite platform. And you can also connect with Ash on her website and purchase a copy of her book. Those links will be in the show notes along with her social media links. Now, on to Cosmic Connections. This episode is sponsored by HealingWays.com. Find a holistic wellness professional and resources to help you on your healing journey. That's HealingWaze.com. Okay, so I just want to first start. Today is 2-22-2022. <laughs> so happy Tuesday. <laughs> are you are you into numerology or angel numbers or any of that? I, I... I have um,
1: a wide variety of interests and kind of what I used
0: to call myself, nerd girl. So I I find many, many things (laughs) fascinating. And when you find them fascinating, from what I know about you, because I've talked to you off record or recording several times. We've had lots of conversations. I consider you my friend. So what I know about you is that you, when you are curious about something, you dive in, you do your research, you figure it out. It's amazing the new person we can turn to. When we, when we have questions, we're like, we don't need to learn about that. Ash already did that. So well, I don't know. I kind of feel like um,
1: what I resonate with, what I've been learning,
0: mm-hmm. both
1: student and teacher side of things, because it's always, you know, you are always bringing yeah. in, and sending out. And it always does that, is everyone resonates with different parts of the information. So something. Yeah their background schema or something they'll connect with something that I would not have in any way, shape or form placed any emphasis or importance on. So things that I've taught, I've talked later to people that have taken classes with me and Mm -hmm. what I had thought they would have taken away. It's not at all. And other things they were like, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of like the light turned on and, you know, angels were singing or something silly. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I was just talking to a friend yesterday and she was saying, you know, I listen to a lot of your podcasts and sometimes there's just so much information and I don't know what to start with. And I'm like, well, as you listen, and I'll invite anyone that's listening to this now, just take, like you said, what resonates with you. Not everything you're going to say right now is going to resonate with everyone or every word is not going to resonate with one person. So, yeah, take what resonates, piece it all together Use it to your benefit and to, to help others
1: <laughs> seriously because I, I mean I like to liken sort of your life and then everything that you experience and learn from it's it's like a tapestry yeah right? and parts mm-hmm. of it you know maybe don't fit as you learn so you might kind of snip out a few threads and then you weave in a new thread so yeah. you start building and then you have room your, your tapestry can always expand and I kind of really like that sort of imagery personally. Yeah the tapestry. Trying to make something to be one thing always—it just it doesn't, because you know as my Angelou said, when you learn, do better. You know, Mm -hmm. do better.
0: better, Yes, yes. Take what what you want and leave the rest. Yeah, I think that's the best way to healing, because you can find gifts. You can even listen to somebody that you don't normally you know, follow or look up to, or even believe in like everything they say. And you could still find something within yes. what they say or write, yes. but we're going to go back to Tuesday, which is today. <laughs> and I know that this episode is going to be playing much later, so it may not apply anymore, but do you, do you know the significance of today's numbers, what they mean? Have you looked at that yet?
1: I haven't looked it up today. I had done a, uh,
0: it's, study of
1: numerology a while ago to include what my personal numbers are. You know, mm-hmm. I, love, I love numbers, which is sort of interesting because growing up I hated math. But when you apply the meaning of the number, that's where it really resonates and how amazing that numbers have meaning. Yeah. So um but no, I I listened to um something about that and I know today is the moon is Scorpio. Mm, okay. And Pluto has stationed direct. And I know that too has a very significant meaning, mm-hmm. as well as being very much about, you know, togetherness, coupling, and yeah, all that's what I've read. Yes. Um, it's just been a very long time. I will I'll tell you true.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's that. Thanks for being honest. Yeah. I mean, I think I just kind of skimmed over actually some of the some people's social media posts. I'm like, what are they saying about today? And that was one of the things, togetherness, coming together, um, a message of hope. And I thought that's pretty awesome that we're getting it right now. Like, I feel like it's probably more significant, very uh, meaningful right now from what we've all experienced over the last few years. And that's what I want to talk about just briefly. How have the last two years been for you and your family? intense like
1: everyone (laughs) right Mm -hmm. um you know we've made many many adjustments just sort of seems to be a human experience that this has been one of the most difficult times here you know all around the country it's been you know other people have experienced like world war ii you know they had years and years of a very alternate type of living whereas Mm -hmm. here we weren't part of the war it didn't happen on the soil here so you know this kind of brought home things and of course we had polio right Mm -hmm. Um, but yes the the level of shifting was huge and you know we're struggling at times to make room to figure out scheduling and because everything kept changing because my daughter is in college and so Mm -hmm. her schedule would sometimes shift the day of and we're like scrambling to try and you know figure out okay how do we get her to school or Mm -hmm. you know because I was her driver and is she at school you know it would be a little bit crazy sometimes
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. family health and um, with extended family and uh, all three of us at home on the computer at the same
0: time (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like you said, very familiar to a lot of people I'm sure listening. It's how are you feeling now in 2022? Does mm-hmm. it feel as if things are starting to come to back together for you in a new way? Nothing's going to be the way it was before, right. which is good.
1: <laughs> it's funny because I was making so many changes mm-hmm. um at the end of last year and so much was happening it just feels hopeful and at the same time unknown you know yeah obviously there's no crystal ball or or any predictor and I feel like we just have learned that you kind of change is required by each and every situation or day and that that is kind of a big part of the takeaway going forward is that we've actually learned to do it better, right? Through this whole yeah. experience. So hopefully, right. Well, <laughs> yeah, that is the thing, right? Yeah. Just trying to to learn how to be more in the moment, I would say, with what is going on to do the best that you can. That's all you can do and mm-hmm. find enjoyment and ease. Oh my gosh, please,
0: ease, right? Yeah, definitely. So, speaking of new things, you, even though you don't really listen to podcasts, started (laughs) your own podcast. Right. (laughs) And so, I want to know more about it a little bit more about that podcast and what inspired you to create it.
1: Always your personal experience and life guides Mm -hmm. you. It's very much a personal part of you, putting yourself out there as you are. And for me, Learning how to go through life and to understand my personal journey and all that that entailed, and how much we turn outward to understand everything going on inside of us. We look for answers outside of ourselves, mm-hmm. inside of ourselves. And I was a huge huge person that did that. I wanted, I wanted to research because if I had understanding or knowledge, then I felt more in control. It
0: was mm-hmm. a safety
1: thing. Right. Um, however, I failed to connect all of that to myself. So it was sort of like, um, I likened it to trying to balance like 25 books on your head while doing that graceful slide. you know, in the, in the South where you, you have cotillions and coming out and you, you take you take classes to learn how to be a lady, right? Did you do that? Um, I did do one. <laughs> I was so thankful because my parents asked me, do you want, i was so thankful. Do you want to do it coming out? And I was like, please no, please no. And, they <laughs> and so I was so thankful that I never had to wear that white dress and, and presented it your to society. You your hands
0: over your head. Yeah. Presented no, no. to society. Oh, yeah. okay. So. So back to your podcast. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I took it off there. So I was like, you know, tangent. Um, yes. but no,
1: it's, it's you, you, you have so much, you know, that you've put on top of yourself, but you haven't actually allowed any of that knowledge to sort of sift into you to make the meanings and the connections to it, to help you understand yourself. Cause it's mm-hmm. what we're doing is we, we bring in learning and filter it through our own internal lens how we are in the world and um how we want to be in the world all the all the things that help us to to grow and learn and um, do so i really feel like so much of life is the spiritual experience like i feel that we don't really need to seek it out because us just being ourselves living life is the spiritual experience mm-hmm. And understanding how you communicate with yourself when you become deeply tuned into your own body and your mind, your emotions and come into alignment, you know, right action, right timing to go forward, to really help you. And it's a process and it takes time and effort and it brings so much just getting to know yourself deeply and truly how you communicate with yourself how your body works how you think and feel and act and do and also understanding that as you learn you can make changes to better support yourself
0: in the life Mm
1: -hmm. that you would like to live and desire and so it's just um learning to live your best life from your perspective, not someone else's.
0: Mm, okay. So that's the focus of, of your podcast is teaching people. It's that
1: just how to, how to attune to yourself, how to become mm-hmm. conscious of yourself in different ways, because we are many parts, right? Many, yes. many parts. Yes. And there's so much information in the world and simply making sense of it and trying to bring that in. Mm -hmm. is challenging to say the least at times, especially if it challenges beliefs that we have, you know, brings up a lot of
0: stuff. Yeah. And so,
1: yeah, I'm a massive, massive proponent of therapy My clients. I'm like, you know, if you don't have a therapist, let's get one, you know, or, you know, like eventually, you know, something like that, because Mm -hmm. it's part of it. So whatever inner work you do, it has to be supported always. So it's an naturopaths, um, nutritionists, um, other practitioners, because I wasn't the highest priority. I just, I feel like there are many different parts of us that as we're trying to always be in balance, that you require different things at different times to help you move
0: forward. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, yeah. And you require a whole toolbox and that toolbox needs to include self-care, things you can use for yourself. And then, like you said, those outside supports need to be part of that toolbox as well. And your podcast is one of those outside supports. So it's called Attune to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will include a link in the show notes. So people can just go right to your podcast, maybe right <laughs> after listening to this one. I just wanted to mention that this is your third time on my podcast. And I thought it was just your second. And as I was talking to Logan, my husband about today, what we're going to talk about, I was like, I said something about it being your second time. And I go, wait a minute. No, this is her third time. You were a guest on the first season back in December of 2019. And that was probably your first podcast interview. It was. Yeah. And, and it was great as it always is talking to you. It's called light work. What is it? So if anyone listening wants to go back to 2019 episodes, we talk all about light work and you help people understand what what it is. And then last year, and I looked it up, it was February uh, 24th. So almost exactly a year ago, (laughs) Uh, we did an episode together too. So, in that one, we talked a lot about your backstory because that was kind of my focus in season two is how, how those of us that have gone through really challenging life experiences can help other people. So, there may be people listening right now that don't know your backstory. And I don't want to t- spend a ton of time talking about it because they can go back and listen to it if they want to. But uh, I want you to, to share a little bit about your own life and healing journey mm. that led you to this career now where you're focused on helping other people.
1: Lots of trauma, emotionally, mentally, physically, and I included religious issues as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the messaging that I grew up with was very difficult and I had to overcome a lot. So a lot of fear and rage, anger, resentment, bitterness, guilt, obligation. So a lot of that really was stuck in there because as you know, we store emotions in our bodies. So it was quite a journey. So I had done therapy for gosh, in and out and got stuck, you know, as far as sort of Traditional talk therapy could take me and I entered Mm -hmm. into energy psychology with a very gifted counselor, entered a trauma group and dived into the Enneagram, the first book, and then just reading and learning and changing behaviors, healing myself. I got involved with crystals.
0: Yeah, you are uh, a crystal guru for sure. I don't know about guru, but no, I'm going to call you a guru. (laughs) I mean, come on. I've known a lot of people who work really well and are very connected to crystals. And none of them have gone. Let me take you to this crystal that is speaking to me saying I am meant for Amber. I don't mean, these are my words. You didn't say that, but it was, I will just, that is a moment in my life. I will always remember. Because okay. I've had people crystal shop for me even, but not like you did that day at that uh, crystal expo, the, I don't know, healing thing that we were at. You were just like, I think I know what you need. Let me tell I just you remember seeing ideas. a
1: line. Yes. I see, I see energy connection. So I just see, it sounds so odd when I say it out loud, I see energy. So I just saw a line from you opposite corner.
0: Yes. That's and what I we love- did.
1: Larimar wand, is that a correct statement? Yeah. We got that day. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So no, it's just, uh, I find it interesting how in the field, in the energy field, things come in differently between different people. So, yes. Right. It's fascinating. To it me.
0: is very fascinating. So you got, so for yourself on your own healing journey, you got into crystals and where'd Reiki. you go from there? Reiki. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that was a huge part of it
1: counselor mentor taught me a lot of really great, um, practices that are energetic, such as getting grounded. That was a hard one for me. Like that took, can <laughs> you know, that was like years and years to get grounded, like consistently and not like pull up and pinch off, you know, um, just <laughs> being connected and essential oils also played a role as did, uh, plants. So herbal medicine, you know, things that were really good to help me with some particular oh. issues that I was experiencing at that time. And, okay. and then obviously, meditation definitely helps you to expand the neural network in your brain and mm-hmm. rewire. And so you get out of neural ruts, you know, your brain creates different ones. So then you are producing different chemicals, right? Yeah. So you start to slowly feel better and better and better. As you keep making changes in all the key areas, you know, so mental, emotional, physical, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: spiritual, right? So that was huge for me. It really helped me overcome a lot of the issues that I had, you know, grown up with. Mm -hmm. So I'm really very thankful. And I've had so many people that have come to me and whom I have met on this journey that have taught me so many things. We make connections because obviously we all have blind spots at times you you can't always see yourself clearly right so it's truly helpful when another person can say i see you perhaps you should or perhaps you would benefit right and you know they might i might not be ready at that exact moment to do that thing might sit with me for a while and then all of a sudden boom you're ready and you go do it get it done Mm -hmm. And so it's been really wonderful to learn to become very, very deeply compassionate towards myself and to love myself. Mm -hmm. I really, really did not love myself. I really hated myself. And in a lot of ways, I did not want to be here. So overcoming all of that, that self-annihilation phase therapy and growing into really deep self-respect and learning how to let go of fear. And all that rage that yeah I've been through for so long, so yeah that has been huge. And of course, as you do that, you know you grow in all of your relationships um, as you grow as a person, and so so many things change for the better, including the people with whom I'm close to. You know, mm-hmm. when you make changes, they can see, and they make changes. So this beautiful sort of outward rippling effect, you know, of acceptance and just sort of being. Which is really hard to do sometimes, but Mm it is so
0: (laughs) good when you, you hit that moment, you know, and you're just there. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about connections because when I asked you what you wanted to chat about today, you actually said cosmic connections. Oh, (laughs)
1: I should have gone back and re-read. It's been a little crazy (laughs) busy the last couple of weeks and I don't actually remember what I put on Mm. the form. So here we go. Yeah,
0: here we go. I feel like it doesn't matter what you put on that form. You're going to be able to speak to all kinds of different topics. So I could have like made something up and you would probably be able to speak to it.
1: Not sure what to say right now, though. (laughs) That might have been the answers and questions.
0: Yeah, well, and that's okay. So what do you mean by Cosmic connections. I have all kinds of ideas. And you you sort of explained it, but I still didn't fully understand. <laughs> so I'm thinking that in this conversation, if you explain, it'll help me understand. And I want my listeners to hear this. Like cosmic connections just sounds really cool. So I don't know, make something up if you need to, but no, it's so good. <laughs> um,
1: I'm a huge fan of quantum physics. Mm, okay. Huge fan and the multiverse. So um, if I Wait, like them. from Marvel? No, kidding. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. It would be kind of interesting, but I would not enjoy <laughs> that type of
0: multiverse, frankly. No. Honestly, that would be a little bizarre. Yes. Okay. So you're a huge fan of multi- the multiverse. Yes. multi you know, so, and uh, quantum physics.
1: Yes. So okay. if we were to experience ourselves, so when you remember back, and I'm not a math fan, so you, you start with a point you are here point like mm-hmm. they show you on, on the maps right and then you have a line connecting two points and then you create 3d so you exist in a particular dimension of space right mm-hmm. you can also invert and so you have created a difference so there are dimensions and pockets and universes so it's sort of like um i like to liken it to the russian doll so universe within a universe within a universe within a universe because we ourselves within just our own physical bodies Mm -hmm. space our own universe so like our atoms are like little mini solar systems right in your cell if you were to look at it is it's really its own space right and those cells communicate Signal transduction. You you also have, you know, electrical synapses and chemical synapses. So you have, you know, motor control and then the neural network in the brain and all the nerves and the dendrites and, you know, all of that stuff in the body that communicates with the whole of you because you yourself are your own universe. Mm And you also experience yourself thoughts holographically. So we create thoughts. That's sort of what a lot of the researchers have been talking about for a while as we think in 3D. So we create. So... Kind of like when you walk into another room, right? You, you might forget, well, where did I put my keys? Or you forgotten something you walk back in and you can remember again. So you're sort of entering and exiting spaces within. And they're now considering that when collection of cells fires to create a memory or a thought, they create geometric forms. Now, that's as far as I've gotten. I'm very curious to know that within the mind, are those electrical synapses that fire, are they creating a 3D shape or... Is it more, you know, what we would call a two D shape, you know, like a triangle, as opposed to a pyramid, or, mm-hmm. right? So I'm very interested, and I haven't gone that far in my research, and you know, I'm still like they're still publishing and setting many things. And then when you go outward into the cosmos, even into the Earth, and you look at the network created below ground by the fungus community, mm-hmm. it, it literally creates an entire system below ground, you know beautiful communication network amongst all of the other plants and you know the animals and organisms that exist in the soil. And it's just this beautiful symbiotic relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. And then we go out into the universe, into the sky, to the moon and the sun and the different cycles that go there. And you know the moon affects us. The sun affects us, right? It's that vibrational awareness. And we ourselves are energy. And in quantum physics, you're just a vibrating string that can exist in multiple Dimension. And so as we travel outward, we can expand our consciousness outward and outward and outward and experience different dimensions and realities. So it's a way of understanding the self through different ways of being. So when you meditate, everything flows through you because everything is really vibrating energy. So Mm -hmm. holding through the back body and out the front body. And so when you tune into your own internal vibration, You're obviously receiving everything that's outside of you. And as you expand outward, you receive more and more vibrations and expand it. But then you can always go down, 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 right into the cellular level. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people talk about intuitive eating, for instance. So you can tune into your gut and just meditate, receive information. And you if nothing else, you're experimenting and learning something about yourself. There's... Very much to experience many, many things beyond this particular dimension, but this is the one that we exist in. This is our body and our body is both our container for experience as well as the maker of our mm-hmm. experience. And so mm-hmm. we're anything that you experience out here, it should have meaning to your life into your embodiment mm-hmm. so it's just a way of becoming more deeply in tune to yourself as a part of the larger whole because you're both an individual and a part of the whole yeah so, yeah a lot of the ways that I do that is meditative art so I'll meditate and I'll do art and then I'll meditate more and get more information from that and then you know it just sort of begets and you arrive at different understandings different perspectives and just uh different ways of
0: connecting. So how does knowing about this cosmic connection theory or idea help you in this body, in this one piece of yourself? Does that make sense? Yes. So
1: everything is energy information mm-hmm. that we pull in through, and I guess it depends on how you believe in it. This is just a theory because not everyone's going to resonate with it. And that yeah. Is- But bringing in information through your energy filtering system, the chakras, and those connect to different parts of you, right? Mm -hmm. And so the brain interprets signals, right? And so we can, when we tune into a certain way, you might feel attracted to a certain person or a certain thing. Like I was attracted to Nike and a particular uh, teacher, Right? Mm-hmm. At that time, I just knew that was the person I attracted to crystals. This is the crystal, you know, like I can do that. Or um, I need to eat this today or avoid that. And that has been very helpful, right? Mm, so, nice. yes. And allowing yourself to connect outwardly and inwardly deepens your experience and awareness of yourself in a way that helps you move through your life with more and more ease. Life might not be easy. But when we allow, we can for our personal self find a bit more ease um, by supporting ourselves in particular ways that help our experience in our physical bodies and our brains and our emotions. Mm -hmm. It's all connected. Like everything is so deeply interwoven. And so just um, changing perspectives is also huge, right? And we get rid of limiting beliefs and to know how absolutely deeply. And unconditionally, you are loved. There is that message too. And it is beautiful. It mm-hmm. is, there's a different thing of knowing something intellectually and experiencing it in your body. Yeah. And it is uplifting and it fills you with hope. And there's bliss and joy and contentment and learning to know that no matter what happens in life, you will ultimately be okay because you yeah. learn more and more
0: capability. More resiliency as you keep going, mm-hmm. and having that feeling you know i I'm sure you have been asked before, like I have been asked, well, how do you know how do you how do you know that's true how do you how do you have the faith that there is this unconditional love and that you're taken care of and that you're going to be like you said, okay, no matter what? And my answer always is, well, i don't know for sure. <laughs> like there's you know you can't go and like look it up online <laughs> <laughs> you can't google this but it is a knowing that i have had since i first was able to tune in and for me luckily it was when i was a kid but it is a knowing i have always had i don't know how to explain it i just know 100% i know it for me i know it for you i know it for everybody listening that that is the truth and it does it gives it gives me so much hope and things always do work out always no matter what they just do.
1: Sometimes they work out so much better than we would have ever imagined.
0: Yes. Or even they work out and at first it doesn't seem like it's that great. And then the, you know, the full gift presents itself and you're like, you know, I think of, I am not a country music fan whatsoever, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm sorry for anyone listening. I, I mean, I will listen to some of the older stuff, but I am not, I'm not a fan, but there was, you know, that song by Garth Brooks in the eighties and it was like unanswered prayers or something. Yes. Yeah, so you're looking at me like what, <laughs> but it was, and that's all I remember. It was like on the radio sometimes. And it was about all the things that we pray for that we don't get and how there's a gift in that, how it's like unanswered prayers are sometimes the best thing that happens to us. And yeah, it's just knowing that we're going to be okay.
1: Well, I mean, if you think about all the different possibilities that are in existence, um, each person, every time you choose, it opens up another set of possibilities. Do you remember Mm -hmm. from the 80s that choose your own adventure books?
0: Oh, I remember those now. Yeah, you can still get them. They make them. We just got some for my daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. I know. (laughs) I remember
1: that. I remember going back and I would read... But I would always go back and I read every single one ending, right? Mm-hmm. And we always have that. And depending on what you choose, there are different challenges and gifts in every single thing we choose. And yeah. we learn. I mean, literally, we learn from hopefully. 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 We and we make different choices based on new knowledge and experiences that help us. I mean, it's kind of what we do as as kids, you know, growing up, you know, Mm -hmm. psychosocial development and you go to school and you figure out what all of the cultural and social norms and rules are so that you can function in the society to which you're born. Right. Mm -hmm. Then we also learn what ones don't really work for us. And we leave those behind sometimes and adapt new ones, you know,
0: all of that. So For people listening right now that maybe are a little bit confused still on what we're talking about or think it sounds really great and they have no idea how to access any of this um, that we're talking about. Could you offer up some tips right now? Kind of some easy things for people to start with to just start to make that connection.
1: A lot of people go outward, Mm -hmm. right? Looking for answers. So if you're struggling with something or trying to figure something out, Information is always good, right? However, what's inside of you, you yourself know you best. The mind is always processing. Even if you're not actively thinking about something, it will continue to process information in the background. And we Mm -hmm. take in far more information than we consciously realize. So what you're really wanting to do is to get more in tune with your subconscious, that sub-level of processing, right? Mm -hmm. And because, you know, your body... Is always communicating with your mind and vice versa, right? Your communication system. You often find the answer within yourself. So, truly sitting quietly with it, doing something different while allowing it to just do its thing in the background, often, you know, days, weeks, or even sometimes it's been way later, an answer will just come to you. And it's sort of like all of this stuff had to come together. And all of a sudden, your little brain lights up and here's the connection for you to help you move forward. Mm-hmm. You know, because often we feel stuck. I know like the last few years, many of us have felt really stuck. Yeah. In ways. yeah. And so when we're emotionally overwhelmed, the thinking brain sort of cuts off. It's really hard to think clearly. Mm. So when we allow ourselves to find some quiet ease, you know, going for a walk by yourself, leaving everybody and everything, all your electronics behind just leave it behind, go do something different, go, Go paint. You don't have to be an artist, go paint a painting, like dot mandala paintings. I love those because you can literally, you know, make a circle and put an X and a cross through it and dot, dot, dot to music and it allows your brain to just cut off and allows yourself to just kind of do and just be with it. Dancing, like just dance, get your groove yes. you know, get, mm-hmm. get into your body and allow yourself to sink into your body deeply. So a lot of us are kind of up here in our heads, right? Yeah. And when you become aware of your energy and sinking that down into yourself, it's like allowing your conscious mind to sink down into your body. And one of my favorite things is to place one hand on my heart and one hand on my belly and just breathe and breathe and breathe. Turn music on because sometimes it's hard to chest concentrate on that. Listen to a uh, meditation, a guided one. Mm-hmm. Those are really great too, especially yeah. when you've got too much going on to sort of focus the front mind so the back mind can keep doing its thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just nice, different things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm imagining when you first started on your own personal journey with meditation from everything I know about you, everything you've said here, was it a little bit challenging for you to sit in that quiet? I
1: actually wrote about that in that, in that book I did. Okay. Um, And I had read so much, I was trying to figure it out. And they just say, concentrate on the breath. And so I had read, you know, like I would think about, you know, Spock, you know, where, they have the candle lit and he's focus on the flame and mm-hmm. sort of the Buddhist focus on the breath count. So one, which one I started with, cause I was like, I don't know how to do those other things. You know, a breath in and out, a cycle of one in and out breath is a count of one. And the mm-hmm. goal is to get to the count of 10. I remember I would get to six and a thought would pop in. And according to this book that I had read on how to do it, I had to start all the way over. Oh, I had to start over so many times that I was like, just like, Oh my gosh, I'm so you know, it (gasps) makes meditating harder when you get all frustrated. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so I was really taking a very long time. Like it was a huge thing to get to 10. I was like, Oh my God, I did it, you know, finally. And then 20 seconds, like it was literally incremental, literally incremental It took me a good bit of time to get to 10 minutes. And then I started Mm -hmm. sort of expanding sometimes, it's 20 minutes. Sometimes, you know, I've done Hours of meditation, nice. but not often. Usually, there's purpose
0: mm-hmm. if I'm
1: seeking an answer, to something okay, or downloading something, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, it is not always easy, particularly if you are like me mm-hmm. and you have neural rests with interruption of your thoughts because you know uh, memory can trigger an emotional response, you have a stress response, you're overwhelmed by adrenaline, which amps the mind up. So. Literally incremental changes to getting out of stress response and deeper and deeper relaxation. Because when you have a relaxed body, you're more open to receive, which is very interesting in and of itself.
0: Yes, yes. That's some great advice because I know that from personal experience, and honestly, I would say everybody that I've had on my podcast, with the exception of maybe a couple of people use meditation as a personal healing tool and just, you know, a daily tool for their day. And me personally, yeah, when I first started, it was kind of the same experience. I, I actually prefer guided medica- meditation still, because at the beginning, in the beginning of my meditation journey, same thing. I was like, ah, I can't do this. And I finally just went, you know, but this is like, you have to find the way that works for you. And it is okay if you always need guided meditation, and I may always need someone to guide me. Just know that's what I personally need. Like we said in the beginning, my needs for my health and well being are different than yours or anyone. So, yes.
1: and my you, favorite meditation is still chakra dance. It's a moving, yes. Movement. Like I will just, oh I'm my gosh. Yeah.
0: yeah. So we need to get, uh, that person that we know that does that into doing that again.
1: (laughs) I have, I actually, for a while when everything shut down, like I was listening to rave music to do chakra dance, you know? And then some of it was really interesting. Like this one was Timmy trumpet freaks on. (laughs) 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 And it is sort of a foul mouth, but I just loved it because it was like, let that mother burn. I'd be like, yes.
0: (laughs) That is awesome chakra dance. So definitely Google it and see what it's about or connect with Ash to ask her what it's about. We're, only, we're running out of time and I don't want to lose uh, this opportunity to, you mentioned your book. So I want you to just plug it real quick.
1: It's um, Lightbound, a healer's journey through trauma, CPTSD and anxiety. It was the very beginning of my journey. And really mm-hmm. it, was, it was mostly just about helping me overcome shame and fear about what I underwent. And so, and all of what the beginning of my journey looked like, because so many people have and do struggle and it's very real. And if I can do it, you know, I feel like I've been inspired so many others. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, someone else who has had the struggles can also maybe be like, okay, there's hope there, there is things that I can try. You know, there's different things. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely read a lot of, you know, some blog posts. I have not read your book yet, but I know that you're, that you are a good writer. So anyone listening again, that, that uh, link will also to purchase a book will also be in the show notes. So is there anything else that you want to add before we say goodbye? Just
1: really honor yourself wherever you are, just trying not to shame yourself or blame yourself, but love yourself every time something comes up imagine that as a part of you, like maybe a little part, child part of you or something and love that and say, I love you. And thank you for being here with me. And I love you. And we got this. Yeah. Nice.
0: Just so say, it is love so- yeah. Cause it's so easy for us to just be re- really hard on ourselves. And that is not okay. It's okay if you do it. And then you pull and then you pull yourself out of or you get support from someone else. So Ash, thank you for being that support people, that support person for other people. <laughs> and I'm sure that we'll chat again on this podcast and hopefully <laughs> in your on your podcast in the f- near future. So thanks a lot. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Our stories may be different, but we all have one thing in common. We're all trying to figure out how to navigate life on this planet. And none of us have it completely figured out. No matter what you're going through in your life, just know that you are never really alone. Come back every Wednesday for more inspiration and connection. And follow me on Instagram at the Dragonfly Mama so we can stay in touch between episodes.